Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Welcome to Into the Becoming Old. Yeah, we're ancient now, so <laughs> that's cool, and we're loving it. ba da ba 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 my boat's hurt. <laughs> oh, no. ba da ba 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 my insurance Ooh. premiums are high. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, McDonald's, hit us up. <laughs> hey, McDonald's, um, I need help. Yes. <laughs> In exchange for one of those Pokemon Happy Meals. <laughs> hey, McDonald's. We'll give you. <laughs> By the way, what the fuck's up? Why did Burger King get the Twilight collaboration and you did not? <laughs> By the way. <laughs> yeah, what happened there in terms of uh, the conversation that was happening there? Can you yeah. imagine, like, trying to figure out that contract, you know, and writing that out and being like, all right, here we go. This is the big Twilight release. For Burger King. <laughs> Why did you think that, like, ah, uh, yes, Burger King for the teen girls? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. As if everyone wasn't just traumatized by the king. <laughs> the right. Burger King. The titular Burger King. The creepiest. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Carl's Jr. I mean, Ronald McDonald also is bad. So they're all the mascots are bad, objectively. 100%. Wendy's, she's fine. Yeah, Dairy Wendy's, Queen, Wendy can hang. For she sure. can stay. I'm just saying, can you imagine having McDonald's Happy Meal toys? Yeah. It would have been great. Anyways, hi, welcome to Into the Twilight. (laughs) Hello. Weird energy. Not different from any other episode. No. But just acknowledging it. We know. Yeah, we just, yeah. You don't (laughs) don't have to tell us. us. Yeah. Something in the air, you know? Always. (laughs) Always. Hey, Phil Collins. You're always welcome on the show. Yeah, let's, why not? Just <laughs> extend an invite to everyone. Come I would down. love to hear what he would have done to the music for Ooh, Twilight. That <laughs> Phil Collins reimagining of the Twilight original soundtrack. Can you imagine? I, I barely, I, my brain, I don't think can handle those two things in conjunction with one another, um, but it is trying its best. <laughs> Instead of sad bops, that you just right. like slowly cry about as you spin in circles in a chair. Yeah. It right. would just be like sad bops that you yell about in your car. Right. Yeah. Which is also a mood, but a different also kind a mood. of mood. I don't hate that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, how the hell are you doing? I'm doing okay, man. You know, I'm I'm out here. I'm living. I am talking to you under probably four feet of snow, just over top of my head right now, peeking through oh. <laughs> with the mic in front of me, just burrowed, you know, because yeah. I can't leave. Um, but that's been fun. Uh, but my happy thing this week is I wanted to bring a, a film, cinema, a film to the space. Um, it's a movie I watched uh, with some writer friends of mine virtually uh, over the weekend. And is it from it Marty? Is- no, it's not from Marty. Um, it is the hit 1988 film Vibes. Oh, okay. Which 
is stars Jeff Goldblum okay. and Cindy Lauper. Okay. As a romantic partnership. That seems too powerful. I can I tell you it is. It's <laughs> the movie is fully buck wild. I gun to my head could not tell you the plot of it really. I just know that Cindy Lauper plays a spirit medium and she's helping Jeff Goldboom with like a case, but there's also a bribery and there's also they go to Peru or something. It's like wild. It is truly an unhinged movie. Um, but Cindy Lauper just does her thing and she wears amazing outfits every chance she gets and stands next to Jeff Goldblum, who is like two feet taller than her. And it's just very oh. good. <laughs> I, I can imagine that it was hard to watch something like that, whatever, where you have like the hard eyes that just shoot out like a wooga wooga. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you not just, how could you possibly pay attention to the plot when it's just right. like so many beautiful people right who needs a plot exactly on the other hand who needs a plot when you have jeff goldblum and cindy lopper just doing uh ghost crimes i don't know (laughs) with each other um it's also important to note that this film is directed by ken quapas who you might uh recognize from he's just not that into you and Mm. the sisterhood of the traveling pants so he's done a lot for us as a culture i just gotta say this feels like, having not seen it, it feels like the, I don't know math, so y'all are going to roast me, but like, <laughs> when you do those like math graphs and it's like a cross, yeah. when people do those and they're like, nerd, punk, cool, <laughs> like, it feels like the right. opposite side of the movie Ghost, where it's like, ghost, yes. love, mm-hmm. sad, and this is like, ghost, crimes, cool, yeah. So, like, similar vibes, but, like, different kind of genre. Yes, I would agree. Still hot Absolutely. people, but, like, cool as shit. Yeah. I love that. That sounds amazing. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Cinema. Yeah, and if anyone wants to, it's on Scamazon Prime, if anyone wants to, <laughs> <laughs> to watch it. Um, Even though Bezos is go. not going to be there anymore, I'm still going to say fuck you, Bezos. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I'm sure you could find a fucking dusty VHS copy of this at any of your local (laughs) thrift stores just waiting for you. Or, you know, on the internet. Wink. Right. Wink. (laughs) You know. Hey. Yeah. Hey, we're cool. We're hip and cool. (laughs) Listen, we get it. The amount of times that I've had to tell my students, like, hey, you can find that somewhere right. i know that you're resourceful and they're like Ms. Johnson, what are you talking about and i'm like yeah hey <laughs> what do you mean you, you know maybe not on your hey i wouldn't do that on your school laptop but like sure you can find it and they're like but like they're like miss johnson you know, that's a there. that's a crime and i'm like mm, you know, hey mm. <laughs> they just they sh- like turn around their school laptops and show you that you wouldn't download a cart <laughs> commercial and they're like yeah miss johnson you want to say that again <laughs> You want to do that while my parents right here? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, so what? Pirate movies. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to. Yeah, whatever. We had to do a school project lately where I was teaching them, like, we were incorporating videos into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now, if you wanted to include videos and still cite them, of course, um, yeah. you could use an mp4 converter right 
here are some ways that you could find one. <laughs> like very right. clearly it's trying to tell yeah. them like back if in my day were to be interested <laughs> in finding one and downloading something yeah back in my day internet. here's how i used to download fan vids onto my computer <laughs> to make more yeah. of them like here's how i used to make those schools and use them now as a teacher um but you know do with that information what you will mm-hmm. so anyways Love that. How are I you, doing? Oh, I'm, I'm great. This week has, has been an adventure. Um, I have school off because Washington schools are very confusing. Um, mm-hmm. We have a winter break and then we have a midwinter break, which Very has fun. always been baffling to me, but it is helpful just to like get laundry done. Usually this would be a time for like trips, but... <laughs> Where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has been a helpful time for me to have appointments. So that's great. Yes. Um, which is lovely. My happy thing is um, is a very relatable experience, but it's something that I was reminded of by seeing a tweet of it today. Mm. Specifically a tweet from H. Allen Scott. Um, and it is a, a very relatable image specifically thinking about just the experience of whenever you see someone post a close friends post on Instagram yeah and (laughs) I listen I love drama yes personally (laughs) first and foremost number one thing to know about either of us um I love drama And I love to know gossip. Yes. I love it all. And so the photo that was attached to this is the one and only golden girl herself, Blanche, otherwise known as (laughs) Rue McCallaghan, in just the most, (laughs) in the most, um, what I could describe as like the, the black moon emoji face just very like just <laughs> yeah hmm just hmm. interesting yeah um, just laying down on her stomach with her hands folded and her legs crossed like tell me all the gossip just like what is yeah. it she looks ready to absorb all of your secrets you <laughs> just know? very and she knows what to do with them yeah <laughs> anytime it doesn't even have to be gossip like because some right. of the shit that I post on close friends is like not not even it's just stuff I don't want everyone right. to know right right <laughs> But anytime I see that green circle, I'm like, I need to look at this immediately. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Instagram should do a thing where it's just like this anytime, regardless of chronological order in the stories, anytime someone posts something to close friends, that should be at the top of your... <laughs> 100%. Even, especially if it's someone that like, I don't, we are not necessarily like best friends. If right. I see that green circle, I immediately am like, oh my God, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I feel so I will treasured. say a lot of people trust me. Maybe I know, too much. Me too. You know, and it's like I'm not going to do anything. I just like to hoard gossip in my brain. Same. You know, like I don't snitch. I don't Who But do also I have to talk a lot of people that have me in their close friends list. I would not consider a close friend. <laughs> but it is nice to be like, "Hey, you know, I love that this parasocial relationship is just like good enough for me to get in a little bit." <laughs> 
I just have a lot of file cabinets in my brain. Yes. With totally. a lot of file folders about people. Yes. And if you put me in your close <laughs> friends, your file folder is closer to me. Yes. And if yeah. you give me more info, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want it. Um, I'm not going to do anything with it. I just like to know. Just in, mm-hmm. in case. Yeah. And something's probably not going to happen to it. But mm-hmm. I just... This, Im- this image just makes me feel very seen, um, yeah. just because I like to know information about people, so. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it just makes me, I just. just want to absorb it all. Exactly. I just like to know shit. We yes. don't have a lot of current events this week, but the stuff that we have is incredibly important. Yeah. The first one <laughs> is one that I texted Cody last week just screaming about (laughs) the backstory being that last week chris was like hey we have two options of movies to watch Mm -hmm. do you want to watch a funny movie or do you want to watch a serious movie and i was like well i never want to watch a serious movie (laughs) ever in my life (laughs) um like i'd prefer not to start with that so like let's watch a funny movie and he's like cool i've Mm -hmm. heard of this movie it's called barb and star go to vista del mar and i was like that's long and it rhymes but sure and he was like there's people from snl in it and i was like okay well my expectations are pretty low that's all i knew about it Mm -hmm. and then he puts his movie on and three minutes into it i look over at him because i see this beautiful man on screen and my spidey senses tingle because i've been doing this show for four fucking years and i'm like yeah i know jamie dornan when i see him Right, and I look over that man's face is seared into my memory. It is never forget that face, and I know his voice. And he wasn't doing his like normal American voice; he was doing his like once upon a time like Jamie's accent. And I look over at Christopher. I know, I know. And I I told Christopher to pause, and I was like, "Christopher, that's Jamie Dornan," and he said, (laughs) "Yes." (laughs) And I said, "Christopher." That's Jamie Dornan, and you didn't say that. You buried the right. lead. That wasn't part of the pitch, you, you... Know, for the movie. <laughs> um, I feel lied to that you didn't yeah. tell me Jamie Dornan was in this. Moving forward and watching this movie, folks, if you did not see our Twitter as I was watching this, uh, please <laughs> finish this episode, of course. And yes. then please go and watch Barboon Star go to Vista Del Mar. I wish yes. we were being sponsored by this. I cannot believe that they did not reach out to us. Because holy shit, this movie is so legitimately the best movie I've ever seen Jamie Dornan in. And I watched him. him in Once Upon a Time. And he's very good yeah. in that. Sure. But he is at his most himbo and... I think after we have watched so much of him in this like gross sexual experience, he need like being a himbo is what he needs to be. Yes. I think that's really an untapped potential for Jamie Dornan. And I'm glad he's finally in a thing because that really is like something I feel like he could naturally tap into in a very good and authentic way. He is so charming in this he is getting to talk in his natural accent Mm -hmm. 
he has, and this is all I will say about this. He has two musical numbers in this. That's amazing. Good for him. And it is, honest to God, hilarious. And it makes me sad that so much of Hollywood has been like, ah, yes, this conventionally attractive person. Let's make him do what we think is BDSM but is actually abuse. Right. When Mm -hmm. what he really wants to do is be his true self, which is a himbo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it didn't feel like acting. It just felt like, oh, let's just put Jamie Dornan on set and we'll pretend like we aren't filming him. Yeah. It was amazing and i highly recommend amazing i highly recommend watching it it was great i'm very excited to watch he just seems very fun he just wants love so bad (laughs) Uh, and i love that he for him yells at seagulls about how much he wants love (laughs) and that's um you know what it felt kirsten wig was like yes that man <laughs> like right yeah i do love too that like she was on what was it the late show um with and to talk about this movie right and i love that the whole video is just her being like no you gotta see jamie dornan in this movie like yeah yeah i'm in it i'm in it but like jamie dornan yes is incredible and is doing wonders and that's just very lovely to me oh i absolutely yes and it <laughs> it feels very Kirsten Wig is great in this, as is her co-star, whose name I'm forgetting. I think it's Annie Mamolo. Mm. They are both great in this. This felt like Jamie Dornan's movie. Yeah. Which is wild. <laughs> <laughs> because he's yeah, had rarely several happens. things come out, but he yeah. was a, a shining star yeah. in this, which oh, is I love to a hear joy. It. And it was great. I am glad that we ended up watching it. Um, and even though I was lied to, <laughs> um, at least I was, the lead was buried about yeah. um, what this was. I am fully thankful that <sighs> it was a joy. Now, I think as of when we watched it last week, it was like 20. I didn't pay for this. Mm-hmm. I think it was, <laughs> it was like $20. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe wait. Because, again, we're not sponsored yeah. by this. So, like. Right. So, fuck it. So, like, fuck it and we don't get the money. Um, but it, it's, it's just a good, it's a good laugh, you know? And sometimes yeah. you need a, you need a laugh, which is great. Um, we have some old news. Ooh, my favorite. But resurfaced. It's just some resurfaced old news. But since it's been on Twitter, might as well talk about it. Yeah. This is this came up because of um, the Twitter user at Adult Mom Band, which I love. Yes. Adult Mom's a great band. They're great. Love that. Great gay songs. Great gay. <laughs> which, you know, we are all about here. Yes. Here in this space? <laughs> this is <laughs> weird. That is our brand to a T. Yeah. Um, which is a, <laughs> with the very appropriate and also very helpful, I might say, screenshot. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> from a, a Cosmo article from 2013 about Case Du going to Taylor Swift's house 
after Kesu and Robert broke up. <sighs> if this isn't the most 2013 shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But also, is this not just the most you shit? Okay, I've also that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is so crucial to your brand. My mom's? Yeah. <laughs> my mom's? Your mom's and your wife's? <laughs> my mom's, my wife's? I, oh, whoa, first of all, this gave me a heart attack when I saw it because I felt like all of my worlds were colliding. Yeah. I think it is very it's absurd to think that these two women did not know each other before this yeah just because of taylor too the other one her (laughs) co-star some might say (laughs) because of one it being kristen works with taylor taylor and taylor were a thing there's valentine's day the red strings are connected right yeah, it, it that makes sense. There's a there's a pipeline there. But also, this set my brain on <laughs> fire. I was just like, yeah. One why was this the first thing Kristen thought of? Right. The the first person to call, you know? The first and to person crash. to call. And also, this was in 2013. Mhm. So like was when they talked and obviously like drank together, did this inspire albums? What was going on? Did they? Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. This was in. Okay. Some of you listen. Taylor has not come out. Taylor has not, as far as we know, Taylor is straight because right. that's what she said. Yeah. But. Right. Case two is not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, you're so, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just saying. <laughs> even if it was just a, like, let's just talk and shit on men, I'm, which is right. valid and fair. Yes. What happened? My world, my world for that conversation, mm. for the tapes. <laughs> like, what the yes. fuck? Um, like, because of the fact that all it says is just, like, a low-key day. Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Um, I just want to know. What is a low-key day with what? Kristen Stewart and Taylor Swift? <laughs> what does that mean? Especially because, okay, not to go too, like, down, and this is the last thing I'll say. <sighs> Case do, Aries, Gemini moons. Yes. Taylor, Sagittarius, Scorpio okay. moon. So much fire between <laughs> those two. Can you imagine? Yeah. It says low-key day, but, like, those two would be, like, fuck everything. Like. Yeah. Just imagine if they smoked weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I would love that. I think that would be beautiful. I also, too, before we get rid of this, because I won't stop thinking about it. I can't. Um, I can't. Is I just like to appreciate how much uh, culture writing has has come a long way since 2013. For um, real, because this is incredibly cosmopolitan, absolutely. Um, and you know all the like fun internalized misogyny that happens in 2013, um, and in the fact that she references uh, Case Two as Elvira, Mistress of the Mope, <laughs> and calls Taylor Swift. America's unicorn sweetheart, Sparkle Princess. Like, what 
is that? What is that? <laughs> what? Someone had to make a word count is what that was, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just how many different words can you string together before your editor is like, can you just shut up? <laughs> like, yeah. please stop it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much, but also I love I love this idea. I, if it has not inspired fan fiction, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. And also, my world for that actors on actors. <laughs> yeah. Please let Kristen talk to Taylor about Lorax, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all I need. It's uh, all I want. I just want them to talk about cats. Okay, thank you. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I can't, I can't talk about it anymore because I will just go off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have quite, I don't know that we have quite a bit about the host to talk about. Right. But. Pretty boring, a little bit. Uh, I, I would argue quite a bit boring. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue quite well, a bit. I was trying to be a little nice. <laughs> when we left off, Wanda was doing chores last week. Yeah, she was doing field work and. <laughs> She was doing chores and gardening. <laughs> and folks, that's still happening. I love that. It's been three weeks now of chores. <sighs> right. And you would think, like, oh, if we were doing a chapter a week, maybe. Right. That would make sense, you know. Maybe. Because it's a big <laughs> cave. And there's right. lots of little caves. And Yeah. Keeping up for 35 people is a massive (laughs) job, which you're not wrong. Yeah. But also, six chapters of chores? (laughs) Stephanie? I would argue that's too many. Especially because we find out by chapter 25 today that it's been a month. Right. It's not been a like, oh, day one one chore day two like right she is still like oh week four gotta do more yeah. chores right i'm still doing chores dear diary i'm still oh. doing chores captain's log same chores <laughs> this only fuels our long-running theory that stephanie does not have an editor or does not have an editor that is willing to challenge her on anything I'm convinced that she does anyone... not have an editor and that she right. has to she gets paid by the word. Yes. Yes, that almost certainly is true. Cuz like if anyone who works like in an editorial position saw six back to back to back to back chapters about doing chores or back to back to back to back chapters of doing arguably the same chore like the same tour in a big cave or back-to-back-to-back chapters of wander peeing or washing themselves, I think at least one of those things would have been cut down a little bit. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But no. This is why in New Moon, we had those four pages. Right. And it was so much more profound because we had to guess. Yeah. Like, we had to, and not just guess, but, like, we had to jump to the conclusion, right, of, like, just a disassociation. Right. Yeah, totally. And I understand to some context that there is an acclimation that is happening here and a building of trust. 
But we got mm-hmm. that in the first two chapters of when Jared was gone. By yeah. now, it, we are on chapters five and six of Jared being gone. And it's like, we got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah. There is a trust that is being built. We get it that, like, we are not sure why that trust is here. Because Wanda is confused by it. And Ian is confused by it. And there's a crush here that Wanda is, like, very confused by. But does oblivious mm-hmm. by. Yeah. Um, and refuses to acknowledge, right? Like... It's very clear of what's going on. And yet, we are still going. We're still going. <sighs> There's, there, it feels like there are no other caves that can be explored here. Like, literally or metaphorically. Right. <laughs> and it's just exhausting that no one tells Stephanie no. And it's yeah. terrifying that if we end up reading The Chemist at some point, we are going to have the same issues of like, oh, more J names. Oh, another <laughs> Seth character. Oh, Ugh. another reluctant, like, woman-coded protagonist. Ooh, right. interesting. Just the hits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, another, like, immortal, <laughs> like, supernatural being. Right. Ooh, Stephanie's doing the same thing again. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> But it's revolutionary because it's different and it's called something different. Right. Yeah. And that one is probably more inspired by Gattaca, right? So. (laughs) Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. Good God. But yes. I totally forgot about Gattaca. Me too. (laughs) How quickly that movie just like totally escaped my memory. (laughs) After we talked about it for like an hour. I know. So it is week four at least at this point since jared has been gone i'm assuming it's been like six weeks or so now since wanda has been in the caves which you would Mm -hmm. have to imagine like i know that they have mirrors and ways to get like a little bit of sunlight but your vitamin d would have to be rough in there right yeah yeah they're probably looking real sickly right now i would have to imagine that like the bone density would probably get really rough in there yeah so I'm, I, I don't know what they do to help with that, but that is just something that when reading this, I was like, ooh, that is, that is interesting. Yeah, it does uh, not sound great. It doesn't, it doesn't sound good. I don't know what you would do to like help that long term. <laughs> I like the idea of like, maybe in one, in this huge ass cave, there's like just one little like hole in the ceiling <laughs> that someone just kind of like shivvied up like <laughs> while making it or whatever and building everything and so every like once in a while it's like hey i haven't seen the sun in a long time and i haven't gotten by medina a long time they just like step out <laughs> and get their arms out and get a little bit of sun and then go back to their cave work <laughs> yep you just gotta spend your like 10 minutes a day in there or something yeah because i feel like at some point photosynthesize for real <laughs> They're doing a lot of, like, physical labor, and it would suck to, like, break a bone because your bone density is going down, but you can't heal at a semi-normal rate Mm -hmm. because you don't have – I don't know what vitamin D does to you, (laughs) but, like, it's probably not good. Yeah. Probably need it, I think. You probably need it. (laughs) Um, Anyways – there we finally get a confirmed number that usually there are 35 people in these caves 
this feels like a fucking math problem. There are 35, (laughs) there, there are usually 35 people here. If one train Six. moves at 60 miles per hour <laughs> and the other, <laughs> they're going to Timbuktu <laughs> at the same time. Um, there are six of them that are gone right now. Yeah. Which means there are 25 of There's so many numbers. Which means there are 25 of them now and one alien, which is Wada. So that means... That there are 36 total. I right. hate story problems. Right. I hate them so much. They frustrate me. I, math is important and it is valid and I want to teach it. Um, I, like, I, I understand the importance, but fuck if it doesn't yeah. piss me off. That's good to know. It's important yeah. in the sense of like there are still some people that they need to get on Wanda's side. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. On there. There, we also get a little bit of information about how Jamie and Jared got to these caves. Because mm-hmm. Melanie was not sure about that before. Mm-hmm. So we found out that Melanie had left a note at some point that jared had seen after melanie had quote like died because they weren't sure what had happened to her rip (laughs) rip (laughs) pour one out (laughs) and they had gone to look for sharon in chicago if i'm not mistaken yeah i think that's right um they had found so it was jamie and jared they went to go find sharon and maggie And then they went to go solve Jeb's fucking troll bridge riddle. Yeah, his his riddle's three. (laughs) His riddle's three. Um, And that is how they got to the cave even before Wander had gone to San Diego. So they were already, like, figuring Mm -hmm. stuff out. Yeah. Which is good context to know, I guess. Yeah. Um. Jamie is still, like, chilling, just, like, being a little brother self, which is good. Yeah. Love him. He's great. Um, They are still, like, bonding usually after work every evening. Um, Mm. One of the things that I thought was quite pure is when Jamie in Chapter 25 is, like, you, Wander, were scared of my sister, and Wander has to be like, sorry, you don't think that your sister can be scary? <laughs> right. So have you seen your sister? <laughs> I know that I am an alien species and you think that, like, I'm not terrified of anything. But, like, your sister um, yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> so yeah. I'm pretty scared of her. So. So. <laughs> so. Uh, yikes. <laughs> There's not a lot that happens here. Just some reminders of, like, the stinging soap that happens later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things that the that Jeb and Jamie and Doc and Ian, who apparently are still two different people, 
kind of like conspire to do to wander is that at dinner time they start asking them about their like stories of life growing up (laughs) and wander doesn't get it at first right like what is going on and just like starts answering um (laughs) and then (laughs) it isn't until later on that wonders like hey wait a minute why did you ask me (laughs) was this a trap did i get trapped (laughs) you you did you trapped me you asked me all these questions i got punked (laughs) you did this in front of everyone and they were listening and judging me yeah and they were paying attention to me and they were like yeah my dude that's the point <laughs> like we're trying to get them yeah. to be far more comfortable with you and if they listen to your stories they'll be interested and they'll want to talk to you and hear more about you wonder yeah. like god damn it no <laughs> like oh i just want to keep to myself i want to eat yeah i don't want to talk no to friends people. no friends <laughs> like I don't get it. I know that you want me to, like, because there's still, Jeb is still trying to get Wander to, like, teach Sharon's kids. He's still wanting, he's still wanting Wander to teach Sharon's kids, like, U.S. history. And Wander is not gonna, like, has no experience with U.S. history. Um, It makes no sense. Um. And also, Sharon hates Wander's guts. Right. (laughs) Like, it's just not gonna work. Um, But Jeb is, like, convinced that it'll work out if he just keeps almost this like what did he say last time it was like that frog in slowly boiling water just like oh yeah (laughs) just keep making them comfortable and it'll slowly work out yeah right it'll be fine well yeah they'll be friends it'll be cool they won't want to murder you (laughs) exactly so he jeb thinks of this as like a class at dinner every night Mm-hmm. And like starting in chapter 26, it's like they always meet in the kitchen. <laughs> the way that I imagined it in my head is that like Wander is just like baking and just like mo- minding their own business. Yeah. <laughs> by the fire. And everyone is just like <laughs> they're not helping, just like listening and like asking them questions. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like if you would. <sighs> I remember distinctly as a kid going to like an Emerald Lagasse restaurant in Florida one time that I thought was super mm-hmm. fancy and you could like watch the chefs cook and I always thought that was like the peak of like I don't know rich like bougie yeah, shit. That's luxury. Right. To see exactly. The food be made in front of you. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what this feels like is that like Wander is just like doing chores and all these right. people are just sitting there being like, so I'm going to watch you do chores and I'm going to bother you while you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, peasant. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, but it seems to be working just because people are starting to, like, talk to Wander a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's working, which is fine. Um, except for that Wander doesn't really want to be noticed. They just kind of want to, like, do their shit and yeah not be bothered so whatever which like valid (laughs) right like it's just the more people that are paying attention to them the more it seems like they're in danger so yeah i i understand what their uh what their concerns are here 
Um, the fear, which we had mentioned last week, is that during one of these, like, quote-unquote classes, um, mm-hmm. the, <clears throat> the group from the raid shows up. They are, Very fun. <laughs> they are hard to notice because they are caked in so much dirt. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't really distinguish them from, like, dirt or people. Right. <laughs> which, like, is just a super fun... Super good look. Yeah, I think that's a very cool character trait. Totally. Cool little disguise. Love it. Um, Really good. Really exciting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And just... I know it's going to be really shocking for a lot of you. Jared is not happy that after all this time, Wanda is outside of their little prison... And it's just having a little workshop, just, like, chatting with the folks and sharing their stories. Yeah. And so Jared, the epitome of a wet blanket, is just snarling about, just being super angry. Mm-hmm. And being a little piss baby. <laughs> just, just really angry and really cranky that no one is listening to him when he says no you're right because N- not a real great thing with boundaries you know right everyone involved <laughs> and jared of course is just like well i know that we're around all of our really valuable kitchen supplies and all of our really valuable food supplies but like mm. jeb why don't you just give me the gun and i'll right. kill wanda right here yeah We'll just take care of it right here. We don't worry about any of our valuable supplies. It'll be fine. Square up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's fight. I'm good. Yeah. Um, as had been kind of foretold by Ian's behavior, Ian's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Wanda cannot tell. Wanda has no sense no. of, like, what's going on. Yeah. Which is <laughs> not surprising. Um, but that's fine. I got it. Um, (laughs) the fucked up thing, though, is that it is left up to Jamie to settle this argument and for Jamie to be like, first of all, rude. That's my sister. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) That's my sister's body. And also, I'm pretty sure that's my sister's mind. So... Fuck off. Yeah. Or find out. (laughs) And so, Jared, as we should remind you all, a 30-plus-year-old man has to listen to a 15-ish-year-old boy um, in this moment because he cannot control his emotions. (laughs) Super cool. It'd be like that, you know? Just, like, really healthy relationships and and standards for people i would say (laughs) super cool super good um yeah so it pauses for a moment jared stalks off because again good boundaries good emotional regulation yes very healthy (laughs) very healthy very good um and wonder is struggling with the Mm. sense of people taking care of them and naturally uh, runs off. As you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it be like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
when you try to tell people, like, I don't want to do this so many times. (laughs) Right. And when you eventually give in and it doesn't go the way you want and you say, God damn, I told you. (laughs) And so you got to, you got to walk away. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard life to be (laughs) thousands of years old, as we found out that Wander is in these chapters. Um, And, and no one's just listening to you. Don't you love when that happens? And you're taken very seriously, you know? (laughs) Don't you love that when you're thousands of years old and you're only being fed bread and (laughs) soup and yeah. juice and sometimes yeah. the like occasional cheetos and twinkies right as a gift as, as a, a gift treat. though i will say like what a fun what a fun experience here on earth yeah after I, all these I years they really start getting cheetos. like right it's like wow maybe earth is kind of cool <laughs> yeah know, i'm not liking a lot of this stuff but cheetos are pretty sick so cheetos were a pretty dope invention must yeah, admit you guys pro- did something with that <laughs> I can't wait for Wander to figure out what gushers are. Oh my god, he like they would their mind would explode. <laughs> Literally. Turn into the commercial where it. they like turn into the yeah. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's over. That's it. Oh. The ungodly things I would do for a gusher right now. Yeah, I I feel like we said this multiple times in this podcast, but it's never not true. I never it's would never not. not true. Just because I I'm know always better. ready for a gusher and I'm ready to do something terrible for one. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like every time I go to the grocery store, I feel like I'm back in my middle school self where I have braces and I walk yeah. by the gushers longingly like, oh, I wish I could have gushers, but I have braces. And it's like, no, I don't. I haven't had yeah. braces in like 15 years. But I'm just so, I, like, hear my orthodontist in my head, like, don't have gushers, they'll fucking rip your mouth metal out. It's like, okay. Right. But then I come home and I'm like, God, I would kill for some gushers right now. Anyways, gushers, feel free to send us some gushers. Please. Please. (laughs) Especially the sour ones. Holy shit. I don't think I've ever had a sour gusher before. And I always thought those were made up because I've never seen them in the wild. The only time I've ever gotten them, weirdly enough, is at a gas station. Oh, you know, that makes sense. That checks and out. they're powerful. Yeah. I love that. My <laughs> mouth is literally watering right now. It's like yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Anyways, you know what else is fucked up is how much I love our patrons. It's truly criminal. You <laughs> all are my world. sour gushers. Yes, every single one of you. Oh. <sighs> Though I will say, just for, like, boundaries, patrons, my mouth does not water when I think of you all, just because I don't... Um... Yeah, we're not trying to overstep this relationship, you know what I mean? <laughs> as much as I, like, consider you all family, um, my mouth right. does not water when I think of you all, just because I'm not like that. That Yeah. Um, I've never <laughs> seen you all in person. Um, and just, hey, just for a heads up, just some advice from me to you, if people, their mouth water around you um i don't hey where are you going with this <laughs> um what is going on here why are why are people's mouths watering around you why is that how will we thank our very cool <laughs> patrons um uh, would you like to start i think they'd really appreciate it 
sorry what was that (laughs) would you like to start oh yes i would i would i would shout out to mallory hardwick Mm, mm, mm. thank you to katie black shout out kylie minty oh oh, yes thank you to elizabeth james elizabeth james yeah shout out jess love Mm. yes thank you to alex dornan ow yeah thank you to carrie goldberg Mm. yes yes thank you to mickey meyer ow yeah thank you zoe Steele. zoe Steele. yes Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ow, ow. Ow, ow. Yes. Thank you to Amy Taylor. Wow, Ooh. wow. Ooh, yes. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. <laughs> Shout out to Taylor Brown Town Laudner. Mm. Internal woot. A wound. <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Weber. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you to Gwen Stanley. Oh, yes. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Wow. Yes. Elegance. Lovely. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Thank you. To Jay Molina. Ow! Yeah! Ooh! Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh! 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 Mm. Mm. I feel like you're making bird calls. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That was very bird calls. That would be my fucking nightmare if a bird ever showed up during this. I don't (laughs) know what I would do. (laughs) I would pass out on air. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you to. Oh, I'm so nervous about this. Tucson? You got this. Yes. yes. Thank you to Toussaint Wanderer. Woo, 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 woo. Ow. Yeah. Ow. Shout out Kelly Beck. Ow. Mm. Yes. Thank you to Aaron Salander. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you to Sophia Salander. Oh, wow. Mm. Thank you to India Peach. Oh, Ow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Casey Yorkie. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> These noises are getting increasingly sexual. <laughs> Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yes. And thank you, last but not least, to Laura Forty. Ah. Yeah. One of these yeah. days, I'm just going to memorize the, like, ending stinger from the Hannah Montana show, and I'm just going to, like, <laughs> do it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> also, That's patrons, I'm looking at you directly with my mouth right now. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> this is me looking at you with my mouth, <laughs> like, from Rocky Horror with my mouth. Um, telling you to update your addresses and just make sure that they're accurate. Just make sure. 
Just make sure. Not for any reason, maybe. I'm just, this is just me, a girl looking at you (laughs) with my mouth. Asking you. Got a, got a boombox <laughs> holding up over my head. <laughs> this is just me, a girl with her mouth looking at you with a boombox asking you to update your address <laughs> on Patreon. Just, just, just to, hey, just do it. Yeah. You know, that's Nike's Wait. long slogan. <laughs> and this whole time we were sponsored by Nike. Nike. Thank you for the million dollars. <laughs> Thank you for this really long con. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's oh. great. I appreciate it. Um, I have Absolutely. a fan fiction for you today. Ooh, wonderful. Also, hey, y'all should send fan fiction to us. So yeah, I can, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> so you can um, free Allie from her prison and her curse. It's a... I, hey, I love doing this. It's fine. Um, but what's even better is if you can send fan fiction that you enjoy and you also mm-hmm. think would make Cody blush, um, <laughs> that would be even better Yeah, for sure. me. Um, I have a fan fiction for you this week that is titled, um, oh, just listeners, this has uh, ableist language in it. Just want to let you know. This is, so. Good to know. Just letting you know. Um, this is titled Stupid Volvo Owner. Yep. Um, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. This is by yeah. Plot Bunny Wranglers. And it was published okay. on... Um, <laughs> um, this was published on December 23rd of 2013. The summary of this... Oh, it right. also has over 200,000 words. Um... <laughs> I'll read them all for you here today. Um, The summary of this is, I was having a really bad day. Boys are persistent. And Edward Cullen is laughing at me. A little daydreaming. Never hurt anybody. Alternate universe, Bella's point of view. So, you know, um, where we are starting from here is <laughs> um, where Bella and Edward just got into a soft little fender bender in the Forks parking lot. Great. Um, and that is where we are starting off from here. Okay. <clears throat> where do you think you're going? Edward asked through clenched teeth. To grab my insurance information, I said, grumbling as I carefully walked to the driver's side, surreptitially balanced myself along the side. The last thing I wanted was to fall on my behind in front of the growing audience. I had no doubt that Charlie had already heard of the incident. News traveled fast in Forks, even if no one in the entire parking lot had thought to call the police. Under my breath, I berated myself. This is what you get for dreaming of ramming his stupid, shining Volvo. A second later, a booming laughter erupted from Emmett as if he heard me. It was a full-on belly laugh, and Edward was glaring at him, then at me. What did I do? Oh, right. I hit his precious car. I sighed and ignored his big oaf and Edward. I rummaged through my glove compartment where Charlie had said the information was for when I needed it. It was time to clean it out because it seemed to contain some of Billy and Jacob's stuff still. It only took a few seconds to find what I needed, but several more to gather myself. 
My anger usually produced tears, and I was determined not to let Edward Cullen see me cry. He'd probably enjoy my suffering. It's all your fault, Smirky. Another round of laughter seemed to resonate through the windshield. Time to face the music, I told myself, as I walked over to Edward. He looked even angrier than before. Now you know how I felt all day long, I said half-heartedly. Foot, meet mouth, end scene. Yeah. So, Beautiful. you know, um, <laughs> Stunning. sometimes you just, uh, sometimes you just think about Edward too much and you just, uh, tap his car a little bit. Amazing. That's how you do it. You know? <laughs> sometimes you <That's>... just, <laughs> sometimes it'd be like that, you know, that's how your yeah. meet cute starts. That's love, you know? And you don't know that, um, his quote brother can hear you when you're berating yourself, so... Um, if you are interested in reading the other, um, 200,000 words, it is there for you on fanfiction.net. Hey, there it is. (laughs) So. Let's go. (laughs) Yes. Um, if you need something to lull you to sleep, that is there for you. By Plot Bunny Wranglers. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, folks, we're here for you. Um, not right now, but we will be next week. Yes. As usual. Um, and uh, send us gushers or your yes. stories about how you got into Twilight. Yeah. Or, you know, anything else. Our email's open. Yeah. We're gossip. here for you. Gossip. <laughs> I will always accept gossip. Hot goss. Um, whatever you want to put into your close friend's Instagram. Um, but if you don't yes. have Instagram, you can always send it to our email. Um, just know that, you know, like, let us, just let us know in the email if you want it included on the show. Just tell us. Right. Um, yeah. If it's not, then please, please, God, just put <laughs> that somewhere so it doesn't end up on the show and you're like, what the fuck? That was my hot goss. Just tell us. I can't wait till we have a gossip corner oh, dedicated on this podcast. <laughs> we just talk about other people's gossip. That would be my literal dream. Just, like, yeah. a Jessica Stanley section of just, like, hot goss. Yes. Mm. Jessica Stanley corner. Yes. Ugh. That's very good. Oh, my God. My dream. Um, anyways, yeah, send us hot goss. Um, Twilight-related or not. Uh, how are you connected to Twilight? Please let us know. Um, until then, um, as we say in the Pacific Northwest... Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh! Into the Twilight is an earbud media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss, and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash intothetwilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.